Grand Rising, happy Tuesday. This is Lauren with the Mindful Business Life podcast coming to you uh, with Leah. Uh, we do a segment twice a month, uh, once in the beginning of the month, and then one segment at the new moon. And so today is our new moon session for um, March 21st. Leah, you want to say hi? Hello, hello. It's so good to be here with you again. I'm excited to dive in. Yes. And like always, we read the segment and then we just kind of give our personal professional uh, experience with it. So Leah, you want to take it away? Absolutely. And again, we're reading from the book, A Year of Positive Thinking, Daily Inspiration, Wisdom and Courage by Cindy Spiegel. Okay. So today's message, power over helplessness. A moment of weakness doesn't make you helpless. Shit happens to all of us. Stand up, dust off and root down. Do not bemoan what you aren't capable of, but instead attempt what you believe is impossible. You are brilliant and gifted. Yes, you will stumble and fall, but each time you rise again, you become more confident and capable. Powerlessness can easily become your narrative. Do not allow it to. You are much stronger than you know. (sighs) Taking a minute to kind of breathe that one in, right? Like that. It happens. Get over it. Um, and, and that's how I think I live my life almost. Like that's a core concept. Like shit happens. There's no point of, you can dwell on it for a second, but like ultimately just get, get over it. I mean, it, it's the things happen and they suck, but at the end of the day, we're still here and we still have work to do, you know, we still have a life to be of service to. And so I really appreciate that, um, <laughs> that bluntness right then and there. <laughs> I figured you like that part. I did. When I read that, I was like, oh, that sounds like something Lauren would actually say. <laughs> me, maybe not as much. I might, you know, be a little bit more all up in my feels with it. But I think what stands out for me is that Um, The sentence where it said, stand up, dust off and root down. I think that that's really important, right? That remembering to ground, to root down, because truly, if we are grounded in our bodies, if we are grounded in our life experience, if we are grounded on this planet, then we are unshakable. Like, you know, like the tree, I love to like, always use the metaphor of a tree because I'm one of those people that just loves to get lost in the woods. Trees hold such wisdom. But if you, you know, really vision a tree, like as it's rooting down in the earth, even when the storms happen and it's swaying and even with the heavy rain or the heavy snow and these things that might happen, that tree remains rooted. It remains solid and it, it stays in its worth and in its power. Um, despite the outside circumstances and being a human can be really hard and this life can rock us. Right. Um, But coming from that place of groundedness and safety and security, right. Anchoring into that, it really does help. And um, I've been getting, you know, just kind of the personal message a lot, just to like ground down, root down, get, you know, be grounded, be grounded. Um, And so I I love this. It it, it resonates deeply for me, just kind of in in my life right now. Um, And I think it'll resonate with a lot of people. Um, and each of our journeys are so unique, right? Um, but the concept of, of rooting and grounding into whatever your life experience is, right? From this place of, okay, I'm a soul here having a human experience. So like, let's feel into the humanness and like find the medicine and the wisdom in this mess, in this pain, in this grief, in this, you know, frustration, like whatever it is, um, knowing that it will also pass. Like my, uh, my grandmother, one of her favorite quotes, and I remember it when uh, we were growing up, should I always say this too shall pass. Yeah. Um, and I do believe that, right? Like we're in 
you know, there's this, the cycles of our life, the seasons of our life. I mean, we just, you know, had the spring equinox yesterday. So I think that that's beautiful too, just to remember that it is the season and that there will be that uptick again, that it won't always feel, you know, so heavy. Um, and truly by being grounded, we can remain in our power. So I love that. Yeah, no, I agree. And I love the tree symbolization. Like you said, we're both big into nature. So it's, I'm, I'm really big on the concept of reading down and that stood out to me too, because that first line and it, it says uh, a moment of weakness, weakness doesn't make you helpless. And, um, you know, yesterday I was just, I had been through a lot this weekend, you know, this is the weekend my dad passed away. Uh, my grandpa passed at Thanksgiving. It's his birthday this weekend. So I was moving through a lot. Uh, emotionally with that. And then I was here like setting up for the birthday party we were or the celebration we were having, taking care of my mom, driving everybody around, picking things up, just like in this very of service moment without a moment to breathe. And so yesterday I couldn't make it to the event because like I needed a minute and I was very... I wouldn't say weak, but I was just worn out. And I was like, man, I can't hold any more space right now with people. And, um, and in that moment, I was like, I really want to go. I want to show up, but I needed me time. And in the, in that moment, I went out and I I walked in the woods for like an hour (laughs) and I just reconnected and I stopped my friend Cameron, Cameron had met me and um, we stopped and like, just took a second to breathe and to ground down and to just like reconnect with like the inner being within us. And for me, um, as someone who used to, uh, not like feeling, I love to feel now and, um, I'm more willing to be in the fields because I know they're lifting me up. I'm more willing to feel, uh, weakness or to see my flaws because it's always helping me grow into the best human being that I can be. Um, I recently told an ex, like I don't regret much, but I did regret kind of leaving this person. And I said, but it's good that I know that sometimes when I think I want to go, I shouldn't. And so just using the moments of weakness or the moments where you feel like you mess up to be a springboard to embody a better you each and every time. And so I really, um, just really encourage, like you said, get out and just root down, you know, let things go and know that it always gets better. It always gets a little bit better. It's going to get a lot worse and then it's going <laughs> to get a lot better. <laughs> yeah, gonna- I was just talking to someone, um, yesterday. I don't remember exactly who, but just about the waves of life. Right. And when we feel like we're at the bottom part of that wave, like it cannot get any lower trusting and kind of leaning into that fact that there will be that up like it will rise again even if it is slightly and and just going moment to moment you know there was so much that you just shared um that that I wanted to touch on you know one I think is having grace with ourselves while being human I think that you know we've been set up to especially women but we've been set up in, in society to think that things have to be perfect, be it, you know, the way we are in relationships or our jobs, or, you know, um, if you're, you know, in, in a family, the way you hold it all together, right. There's this like unattainable expectation of perfection in all of those. And so if, you know, if you stumble, if you have a moment 
or if you quote unquote fail at something, you know, like I wish people would almost like shift that narrative around, like, even if a relationship ends, right. Like you mentioned a relationship, that it's not a failure, that it was like a season and like now it's shifting in and out. And, and the same thing with, you know, these times that feel really hard, like trusting that it is a season and having grace with ourselves, knowing that like part of this human experience is to fall and to get back up and to learn from that. Otherwise we would stay in those elevated moments of bliss and just exist there. Right. Because it is our birthright to be happy. But I think we also came to this earth school to really learn and to, and to feel into like, what can my anger teach me? Right. It can teach you how to set boundaries. Like what can my grief teach me? Well, it can teach you the capacity of your heart, you know, like what can sadness teach me? It can teach me to be open and tender and, you know, really just to, to give grace to ourselves and to other humans on this planet, because we ultimately are all trying our best and life's crazy. This is a crazy place to be, right? Like, <laughs> but if we all come from this heart place of being tender and having grace with ourselves and extending that to others, then we can maneuver, you know, uh, this, this life experience and those moments when we're in those murky waters. Um, I also love that you touched on actually going out into nature. And I think that that's beautiful, you know, insight and advice because in times where humans might not make sense. So like, let's say it's like a relationship thing that's maybe making you feel helpless or like something that had to do with like your interactions with other like humans in your life, go get lost in the woods or go sit on the beach and just witness nature, right? Like the fact that things are always like, dying and being reborn, that things are shifting and transitioning, that things are interconnected and, and just kind of being a witness to how, you know, nature exists um, outside of like the humanness of it. And it can be such a teacher. So I love that. And then one other thing I wrote down, cause I was literally like, taking notes when you were just talking because so much was coming up. But another thing was um, with the, the moment of weakness doesn't make you helpless. And uh, for women, I think that we've been set up over time and kind of conditioned over time to think that those moments when we may cry or be in our feels, be in those emotions, that that is a moment of weakness or helplessness, right? But there can be such power and beauty and in that part of us, right? Like that is a beautiful part of the, the sacred feminine within all beings yep. is that part that taps into the emotion and really feels and that's part of the invitation of being human, right? Is to be able to experience these emotions and really feel them. So while we're here, why not lean in? Especially if we know everything's impermanent. And especially if we know that that wave will go upward, there is going to be that uptick. We're not always going to stay in this place of heaviness. How can you really go there and, and feel it and allow yourself to exist in the anger or sadness or, or whatever it may be in the moment? Um but I absolutely, I absolutely love that. And I, and I love how it just kind of ends this one with like, you are stronger than, you know, um, because I also think that that's true. I think that oftentimes if we could just see ourselves in the eyes of our dear friends or those that really love us, um, we would be amazed at, at what others see. Sometimes we don't see our own strength, right? Um, we don't, we don't see our beauty and our magic and our truth, um, and so just kind of coming to that place of remembrance that we really are powerful and that we have the right and, and the strength and the power to choose in, in all of these moments. Um, so yeah, a lot came up with this one. This is a good one. I really like this one. 
Yeah. And kind of circling back to like women and it's our natural nature and nurture to be fluid, right? We're associated with water. And so I think the more we lean into that concept of being fluid and being close to nature and being close to water, you know, we strengthen our power. And I know from going and sitting at the beach this morning, watch the sunrise, um, just how, well, what came through for me and I was going to post it later, but it was just like, I was sitting there and I was meditating and it was like, I was just looking out and it was like, what came through was like, you're on the edge of greatness. And, Mm -hmm. um, and when I left, I got so overwhelmed with emotion and I was like, why do I get like this? sometimes?" (laughs) And it's like, the that when I experienced that moment, the emotion that came after was like that reminder, like this is real. That 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 what you heard, you are embodying, you are feeling. That is your future, and that is your current path. And I think like sometimes we, like you were saying, and in, in here we think of it as a weakness. But what I'm learning is that that feeling is power. That feeler feeling is reassurance. That feeling is um, God telling you this is right for you or this is wrong for you. Sometimes that's wrong. I get it. But like in that moment for me, it was like that was a reassurance. That emotional spark was something saying you are this is where you're going. This is where your path is leading you. And um, so I just want to encourage you all, because like I said, I wasn't into feeling. I was very robotic at one point in time until I did ayahuasca. And um, and then I, I don't know, now it's like, man, I just appreciate those moments where I just out of nowhere, I'll, I'll hear something from you know, God and my body will respond in that emotional way. And it's overwhelming in the moment, but it's like, that is your intuition reminding you that like, this is meant for you. And so really lean into that concept of feeling into the feelings because they're there to teach you just more than pain or any of that. It's there to teach you that like this life, the things you feel, the things you see, the things you're doing, they're all meant for you in some sort of way. And so that was a really um, interesting experience because I did, I, I I heard it and I was like, oh, that's such a crazy thought, like just chill out. And then, uh, and then I felt it and I was like, oh, that's too much, you know, but at the end of the day, I was like, so what is it mean when I'm and that's a big thing for me uh, especially with these podcasts I've gotten into such a reflective state right I'm constantly reflecting on my life um reflecting on you know my business my personal interactions and everything through the segments um and so I've gotten really reflective and so it's like as soon as that happened I was like what does this mean what does this mean for me and um and leaning into that instinct and being here now talking and reflecting, it's like, that's a reminder for you. And so use and realize just how powerful, you know, those weird moments of energy, whether we think they're positive or not, those emotional moments are positive. Um, And I just, I'm trying to really convert our thought process from we're experiencing negative thoughts to we're experiencing and it brings value and then in turn makes it positive. So I want to, I love that. I've I've been journeying with that too, kind of just letting go of like the good and bad that we've been conditioned to think, right? Like instead of it being good and bad, can it just be what is, and how can we just witness what is be with what is, and then move from that place? Okay. I've experienced what is, and this is now my decision from what my body is telling me. 
Um, I love that you brought up, <coughs> excuse me, you know, kind of that dropping into your feeling and, and, and with the body. So, you know, I, I work a lot with women about sacred feminine embodiment and, and a piece of that is, you know, again, over time, we've been conditioned to live in this more masculine energetic place of being in the mind. And, yep. and thinking and over planning and, and all of that serves us and has helped us survive. And so it's not to devalue that, but to bring the energy of the sacred feminine and the medicine of the sacred feminine, you know, to the table, like let her lead the dance at times, because allowing yourself to drop into your body and to feel in those moments, like, what does this mean for me? Right. Like, what does that you know message that you received, like feeling it in your body? Like, you know, where are you activated or like, where do you feel constricted? Like our bodies are such teachers. And I think that that can be really beautiful. And especially, you know, in these moments where, you know, as, as the book said, you know, shit happens, right. Feeling into your body, like, okay, like this happened, this is where I'm feeling it. What is this showing me? Um, and I, I love how curious you get about things and kind of always asking yourself questions. And that's something that like, since knowing you have really brought into my own life. And so it's like, what can you then get curious about? Yes. And can you actually listen? Right. Cause we can ask all the questions, but are we listening to ourselves and to God when we actually hear the answers and then are we taking that action? Right. Which then brings the masculine energy back in, you know, we can feel into it with our feminine and that's why we need both. But if we're only in our fields and we're not taking the action, then, then nothing's going to manifest in reality and nothing's really going to shift for us. Um, but if we can feel into it with the feminine and then start taking the action after listening with that masculine energy, like that's where, that's where we really start figuring stuff out and, and living on this planet in our fullest expression. Right. Um, getting curious I, is the most no, important thing in life. Getting curious is the most important thing in this life. I mean, if we stop chasing or flowing into like curiosity, we get old and we die. And our minds get older and our diet, our bodies. And so if you don't chase curiosity, if you don't chase knowledge, if you don't uh, chase self-expression um, and movement, you know, you slowly start to deteriorate the, all the bodies of being. And, and our whole point is to expand them out and live as long as we can, experience as much as we can, take in as much as we can. So definitely uh, get as curious as possible. Mm. Curiosity will certainly kill this cat for sure. Uh, we <laughs> jumped off a bridge one day and at 85 and you know, that's just, that's how I actually have no doubt that that will probably happen. I totally <laughs> see that after like, you know, hiking open. and backpacking, I'm sure you'll just yeah. go right to the next. She didn't open. She was 105. She didn't know what she was doing. Shouldn't have been up there in the first place, you know, so. <laughs> But, uh, uh, but I love that. Yeah. Just the invitation, I think with this message is to, you know, feel and get curious. Like that's kind of what I'm taking from this. Like, you know, just staying in that place of curiosity. Like what is this moment in time teaching me? What is this thing that feels really heavy in my existence? And it has really rocked me. You know, why is it here? And, and what wisdom can I glean from it? And then how can it serve me moving forward? and really letting go of that good and bad labeling. And there's a lot of freedom in that. If you don't label things as good and bad, and it's not easy because we're taught to do that. But I'm also, you know, right now, you know, I'm in the season of life where my youngest is a toddler. Um, but in the things that I'm learning with myself, I'm trying to, you know, parent a little differently with her. And I'm really conscious of when I'm saying like good or bad, you know, and I think we all kind of grow up like be a good little girl, but I'm, I'm really trying, I'm trying because it is also conditioned, but I'm trying to not say things like that. Um, 
because the, you know these moments of, of whatever it is, it, it doesn't make us good or bad, right? Like we're innately worthy and, and beautiful in all that we are. Like I say it all the time, but light, dark, beauty, and mess, like all of it is welcome here in this life story, right? And so honoring all of it. And I just, hey, I love I'll- that. Being a hot mess is one of my favorite things. As long as I'm hot, I can be a mess. <laughs> Absolutely. Being a mess, that's, that's uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I think- and I think one of the reasons, you know, I, I facilitate women's circles. And I, I think that one of the reasons I love that experience specifically is because circle is an invitation to be in that mess. And it is that ultimate invitation to bring all that you are. And then to be witnessed by others that aren't judging you, it is the most empowering thing because it allows you to be like, oh, I'm still worthy. I'm still okay. Like I'm still loved even if this happened or this happened or I feel broken, right? And just to kind of remember that as you breathe, your worth exists. Like even if you do absolutely nothing but just exist in this moment, like that's enough, right? And then celebrating that. And again, I think it comes back to what I mentioned earlier, really having grace with ourselves in this human experience, right? Um, That things are going to happen. This human experience can be tough at times. Um, But love on yourself and and have grace with yourself. And again, feel it all and get curious, right? Like, yeah, that's I'm I'm taking, I'm going to, I'm going to bring that one into my body today. I love that. Well, and I love that you brought up Grace because I was with my coaching client yesterday, Robin, and we actually recorded the podcast and we talked about it too, because when we did the embodiment practice for her coaching session, um, that I said, what do you want to, what is your intention? She said, have more grace with myself. And so it's an overlying theme. Uh, and I know we were I was supposed to kind of lead into it with the new moon, but I think with the moon being in Aries, even though we're talking about awakening the human being, awakening the body, um, seeds that have been sowed are starting to sprout. Uh, I think this year is starting to call for more unconditional love towards ourselves in all honesty. I think even with myself, I'm growing into like this massive human being. I can feel it. I'm experiencing it. I had some mess ups over the weekend and, and I, I was upset, but then Robin reminded me like, have grace. Like you're always doing the most. I'm finally proud to say that, but I need to respect that. I sometimes don't do the most at the same time. And so I think um, the overlying theme is going to be leaning into love, leaning into deep compassion, leaning into grace and knowing that you're constantly making forward progress. Even if you feel like you're a step back, you're still moving forward on the treadmill. It doesn't change your progress. And so with this Aries, like what I'm feeling into right now, and I felt it this morning is that that verge of greatness, we're all on this verge. We're all making this forward progress to, to being our best selves, not just for ourselves, but for humanity as a whole. And um, I think from here on out, it's only going to get a little crazier <laughs> Um, but the craziness is the power of our souls shifting this world and changing it at such a deep level. And I know that we're going to keep expanding out in time. I mean, I don't live in normal time. I live quantum life and I finally accepted it. I don't live in, in, in 3D time. I live quantum time, but we're all starting to get into quantum time. And so just leaning into that concept that this season 
is going to be a deeply nurturing season and you're going to want to show up for yourself wholeheartedly because as we started expanding out more and more you have to love yourself so that reflection into the world starts to really really seep in and just remember to cut those off who don't need to be in your lives anymore a lot of us are in a season of outgrowing big time right now I saw it this weekend. I'm not saying I've outgrown friends, but I see how different I've become since leaving Myrtle Beach. And um, I still love my friends and nothing wrong, but just seeing that I'm, there's different perspectives starting to come in and not letting people go because I don't need to. But ultimately, those who do need to let those go, let them go. Um, seeing some patterns still, right? Anything that doesn't serve you, anything that's using you and not fueling you, let it go because you don't have time anymore. It's going to hit you like a brick if you don't let it go now because the quantum life is coming. And if you're not being receiving, if you're not in that receiving mode for it, the lessons are going to get way harder. Way they're going to hit you 10 times harder now. So just let go of the things, move on, move forward, and um, just keep keep doing the thing. So use airy season to uh, catapult you into a whole different space. Cause that's what it's here to do. And I, ugh, I feel it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I love that. And with us, you know, just moving through the spring equinox here, you know, where we are, um, that invitation to really tend to your own garden, right. And like what needs to happen in your garden for these, you know, seeds that you're sowing to really bloom. And it is that nurturing of self. It is that, embodying the medicine that you feel called to share with the world, like making sure you're an embodiment of it first, right. And, and, and pouring inward. And so I think taking some time, you know, during you know the next few weeks to really look at that, like, what does your inner garden look like? Like what needs to be weeded? Where does the soil need more nourishment and getting really honest with yourself? And I, I made the note, I, I love that phrase, you know, the being on the verge of greatness, but I'd like to like open it up a little bigger or shift it slightly to on the verge of the next version of your greatness, right? Yeah. So I think we kind of have these different iterations of, of greatness, right? And so maybe, you know, this last season of greatness for you was, you know, something very different than maybe in the next six months, what you consider your greatness, right? And just knowing that everything is impermanent and that we are always kind of in this like, metamorphosis right and it's kind of this ongoing death and rebirth cycle and springs a beautiful you know physical representation on, on the planet of that um and so knowing that you know if we look at winter like there was greatness there it was still yeah. it was barren but magic was still happening and now we're on the verge of our next level of greatness yeah. still just as great it's just a different version mm-hmm. and you know, again back to the curiosity asking yourself this question like what is that greatness that you feel blooming within you and then nurturing it right and allowing it to blossom Mm. yes feeling this one in the body for sure (laughs) and it's my season I'm an Aries baby so you know it's a buck wild for me anyway and mm-hmm. not that my life is in buck wild 24 seven, but, um, it's <laughs> always, it's always funner in the airy season. And just like you said, like we're at, always at levels of greatness. 
Um, I think with like me starting my women's circle, uh, my women's community, Charlotte, that um, that's such a big, that's such a big thing for the next mm. level. Really looking for it could get emotional because um it's 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 a lot. I can feel it. I can feel um what Charlotte needs, and I'm really grateful to be able to be the one to support that growth and um the women who are coming. I um I'm just so grateful to give them a space to feel connected. And so I know the next level between running for office and uh the women's circle and just all the other things that I do, like. It's just, it is, it's a, it's a quantum leap. And um, I just really uh, encourage everyone to lean into that time and space uh, concept that like, it's time, it's time. Yeah. Whatever you're feeling called to do, go, jump, jump, leap uh, without the parachute on, just enjoy the ride down. So. <laughs> and I love that like, it brings you to tears. And like, I know we're not, you know, the, people listening can't see video, but you're like beaming and smiling as you share about things you're passionate about. And like, that's your greatness. And I think that like, that's what the planet needs. That's what humanity needs is people in remembrance of their greatness and getting curious about what that looks like for them and then embodying it and sharing it with the world. Because if we can really get in that place of like, this is me, like, this is my truth. This is what lights me up. This is how I feel called to be in service of myself and, you know, the greater collective. Like if each of us can get in that place while also having grace with ourselves in the times where it feels hard and supporting each self, you know, everybody in community as we navigate the human experience, like, yes, like that's bliss. Like that's where it is, you know? Yeah. Well, and just like you said, you know, you see me get emotional. And again, that's even though I'm emotional, like that's a reassurance that like mm-hmm. my soul is really in love with this concept and what I'm doing and what I hope to bring in and what I hope to give out. And so again, just really lean into the emotional side of things. It, it's your, it is your superpower. It is that, it's that deepening connection to your intuition to know what's right and what's wrong for you. And um, I've, I've definitely had a lot of those moments when I decided to really run for president, when I, I've had a, quite a few moments where I'm visualizing and I get freaking overly emotional, like, oh God, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, the women's circle, I think about it, you know, I've been meeting up with the women. It's just that emotional part is so important. And we're so, and we're so conditioned and pre-programmed to think it's, it's not, it's mm-hmm. not a superpower, but they want you to think that. Because the more you lean into that power, the more you won't tolerate the stuff, the pre-programmed stuff we've been conditioned to. And so, yeah, I um, just feel, feel, take this time to feel and heal. Ooh, yes, it is a superpower. And and women have been conditioned to think that when we're in our emotions, we're too much, right? Like I think probably most women, because I've asked this question in circle and everyone raised their hands. So I would think that most women listening have at some point in their lives been called too much too emotional, too angry, too, you know, too, too tearful, like whatever, you know, whatever it may be, it's, it's too much, but it's exactly enough. And it's exactly what our world needs is more people in their emotions, but in a healthy way. Right. And, and I think getting curious around it, like what does my, you know, my, what do my tears mean for me? Like, what, what are they really showing me? What is this, you know, the butterflies in my stomach or this excitement or, you know, even anger, like whatever's showing up for you, really allowing it to be a teacher. And, and Lauren, you've had such a beautiful journey with this. And I've just been able to be blessed enough to be your friend and kind of witness it. But 
I remember right before you were going to go into that ayahuasca ceremony that that was your intention was like, I want to feel, I want to open my heart and the difference kind of like the, you know, there was like Lauren before that experience and Lauren after, which is very much anytime we move through a, a deep ceremony like that, that can very much be, be the case. But um, it, it's been really beautiful to see you really drop into your emotions and allow them to like move through you and move you. And then what's created from that place when we are tapped in to, to that medicine that's available for us, right? We're, we're taught to escape our emotions. We're taught to numb ourselves, you know, to, to not feel them. Um, but there's such medicine and, and wisdom and strength and power in feeling. I mean, that's why we're here is to have this like sensational human experience that has depth, right? And if we take the emotion out of it, oh man, we're doing ourselves and our, and our time here and the impact we can have on this planet. We're doing it such an injustice. Yeah. So absolutely leaning into the emotions and, and remembering that it's a superpower and, it, and it's your, your birthright to feel while we're here. So reclaiming it. Absolutely. <laughs> Jinx. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Leah, you want to tell them about any events you've got coming up? So that way they can. Mm, yeah. You know, it's really interesting kind of in the, what we've been talking about. One thing that's been coming up for me as I'm tending to my own garden is creating a little bit of spaciousness. So it's kind of interesting this month when I realized I actually didn't have any events on the weekends. And I was like, but you know, my thinker, you know, over critical mind was like, Oh, plug something in. And then I literally like paused myself and was like, no, like embrace. So this month has been really nice. It's been, um, you know, a little more spaciousness and kind of letting myself have time to tend to my own garden. Um, but yeah, you know, here in the Grand Strand area, I do um, full moon gatherings with Sea Yoga. So we have one coming up um, early in the next month and um, a really cool collaboration that I'm working on with um, a couple of the guys that facilitate men's circles here in the area. We're going to start doing some community circles with men and women. And I have two incredible women that are going to facilitate children's circles simultaneously. So really just bringing in community just in a larger level here. And then when it comes to, you know, worldwide, um, I'm working on a program called Temple Sisters with my dear friend, Katie, and uh, it's an 11 week virtual journey where we're going to move through you know, chakras and goddess wisdom together. And yeah, if, you know, if anyone wants to check out what I'm doing, uh, it's her sacred circle on all the social media platforms or her sacred circle.com. And then you and I have rewild, you know, of course, coming up, I retreat. It, it happens at the end of September, but Lauren and I will be announcing dates for that. So if you, you know, are listening and you feel called or resonate with anything that we're sharing, you like our energy, or you want to tap into your own wild woman and, and what medicine she may offer. Or if you just want to like get lost in the woods for a bit with some, you know, amazing women, um, you know, stay tuned, reach out to Lauren and I, uh, and um, we'll be, you know, registration should be live in April, right? That's what we said. We're going to have everything ready to go. Yeah. What about um, you? What you got going? I know your women's circle in Charlotte's coming up again. Yep. Yep. Well, I always host meetups, whether I have a brunch coming up Saturday where it's co-op. Um, but then I also have coffees each month co-op. My women's circle is um, going to be on April 6th. Uh, I have an Earth Day sexy dance class um, plan for women as well. Um, that's my birthday week. So I'm trying to fill it with things that support other people um, and make other people happy and feel supported. I'm looking forward to uh, having a sexy Earth Day dance. <laughs> Sounds incredible. Like, I want a sexy Earth Day dance. Like, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I met this girl online and uh, I think we're going to get a dance class together for that. And so it's a heels and sexy dance class. So I figured embodied earth through this embodiment and this dance and this movement and feeling empowered and sexy. And I love feeling sexy. I'm a very sensual human being, very loving. Um, Physical touch is my favorite, uh, favorite of all the all the love languages. And so I just want to give people the opportunity to feel the way I feel. And I know I feel so powerful and I want to give that as much as possible. So, um, so keep your eyes out for that. Outside of that, just follow me online because y'all know I'm always doing too much and I got plenty of things going on for you to follow. And if you're a woman and you want to join in uh, as well, I have Sacred Sisterhood on uh, Facebook. It's my new group and we're growing it slowly but surely. And I'm just looking forward to expanding into that. And again, thank you, Leah, for being a great teacher and a great friend and, um, you know, someone I look up to and somebody I work with closely who see me in all the spaces and has helped me grow into one of the best human beings I could be. So I value you and I love you so much. And uh, for everyone listening, I just hope you have a great rest of your week. And if you need either one of us, just feel free to reach out. Mm-hmm. Lauren, thank you for the time. I absolutely love our time together every month. Uh, it's really so beautiful. I get so much out of it. And I hope that those listening, I hope you found, you know, a, a piece of, you know, a nugget of wisdom or a drop of medicine here for you. And you know, I think just everyone remembering to have grace with themselves. So thank you. Thank you. And again, if anyone wants to journey with Lauren and I together, we have rewild, but then we also have the business of being a goddess, which is the name of this podcast. And uh, it's where we have these kind of, you know, in-depth soul talks. And we, we kind of feel into all of that, but also offer you a lot of strategy and support for your business. Um, and uh, I look forward to kind of chatting more about business stuff as we move forward in this podcast and kind of weaving it into these messages. And um, yeah, I really liked this one today. I think it's a beautiful reminder and I uh, just appreciate the opportunity. So, so much love to you. Um, you're just an incredible human and it's an honor, honor, honor to walk with you uh, in this lifetime, my friend. All right. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> and bring the tears. We're supposed to feel today. It's our superpower, right? <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you next time. I will have a pod. I have two podcasts today. So my daily stoic will be up a little bit later. Um, And then of course we have journey to the heart on Wednesday and everyday blessings on Thursday and the artist way on Friday. And we circle back around. So have a blessed day and we will talk again soon.